Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dame Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you. He wants you to start winning with life, money, and business. So this episode is aired on Financial Freedom Friday. And, guys, we're coming up on 1,200 episodes. Of Power Start Your Day. And at the 1200 episode, we won't do Power Start Your Day the same way we're doing it. It's going to be a little different. And so I want you to take a hold, go back, listen to replays, because things are going to be changing. But this week, for the powerful series, right? How to give yourself more self care without the guilt. And so we're going to be talking today about financial intelligence, and that is self-care. That is self-care. I want you to understand something here. If you don't take care of your financial health, whose responsibility is it? As we're about to embark upon this here, I want you to get educated. I want you to get empowered as you're turning to the book of Proverbs. Familiar passage here. I want us to take a different look at it today. Proverbs 13, 22. We've got to go to the Lord on this one because Many believers are out living outside of their rights as a joint heir to Christ. You're living outside of your rights. You're not living in abundance. And I know you got all the reasons why you're not, but we're going to talk about why you must. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you, we honor you today, because today is the day you've made, and we're glad, we're joyous, we're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, let us remove any emotion, any thought, any ideas, clouds, our understanding of an abundant life. Let us understand and take ownership of what you've given us as being a joint heir to the throne. We're tired of the hybrid of the world and kingdom. It's creating massive dysfunction amongst your people. Let us get clear on how to leave an inheritance. Children's children. By exercising regular self-care. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Let's hop right on into Proverbs thirteen twenty two, and the word reads, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. The word said this, I didn't. And I want you to know something because we're going to remove the religious part of this scripture where people are not understanding what God considers a good man, a woman, and what the word considers defines a sinner. And what is righteous? I want you to understand that God defines a good man, not man. We don't have enough information. We don't we don't understand enough about ourselves to define what a good man is. And in the very beginning, Genesis, God gave us a command to be fruitful and to multiply. And that would be you. Operating within your rights, operating within your rights as a joint heir to the throne of Christ if you live in an abundant life. That's why he said he came. I didn't make this up. I did not make this up. It is in the Bible, and it tells you exactly. Jesus was straight up in John 10, 10. He straight up, and he also let us know what the devil does steal, kill, destroy. So when we now go down and review what we talked about as self-care, and we discuss our relationship in the spiritual realm with God, working on our spirit, working on our mind, our emotions, our body, you can see how many things that we allow to steal our joy, kill our ideas or what God has placed on the inside of us and also destroying even our body. We got to go back and say, where's the fruit? Look for the fruit and multiply the fruit get. Now, if we don't produce fruit and we don't multiply the fruit, how will we leave an inheritance to our children's children? How? Whose responsibility is it? And when you begin to now talk about the righteous, some people more self-righteous, they're thinking that righteous means that I'm a good person, meaning I don't hurt anyone, but how many people are you helping? What's the contribution to your family, your community, your economy? What's your contribution? Are you contributing or are you always taking? Because if you are in a generation where you're always taking, then who's going to pass on anything to the next generation. Who? When we wake up every day and we say, okay, we're going out to produce fruit so that 
I think that was a drop the mic moment. (laughs) I want you to think about that when we start talking about self-care. At some point, self-care, you work on your spirit, your mind, your emotions, your body, impressing people that don't matter will take a back seat to living and leaving an inheritance for the people who do. I want you to know that financial intelligence, going a step beyond financial literacy, is a must-have, where you don't only go out to go make the money. We, 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 we focus so much on that. Making money. And then we got to manage that money we make, and then we got to multiply the money. This is a consistent message and theme here at Power Start Your Day. I'm extremely clear that God wants me to share this message with the masses because this is not what's happening. And there's no way that you're going to be operating in righteousness without living what God has commanded us to do. I know that God told us that we need to gather. We are supposed to equip the saints. That's why he gave us our gifts. I know that he wants us to pray and meditate daily. He wants us to worship him. But he told us that if we love him, the way to show him that we love him is by doing what he told us to do, the commandment. And what I want you to know is that, yes, there are the Ten Commandments, but there are many things that God has said specifically to do, even in Genesis. And many people, their focus every day is not to go out and to be fruitful and to multiply. And their focus is not to leave an inheritance for their children's children. There was one moment where I say, listen, what is it that I'm going to leave for my children? Yes. They look like me. Well, maybe. I don't know. But is that all I'm going to leave them is that they look like me? Am I only going to leave them quotes and sayings? Yes, that's wisdom. That's a part of it. But in this generation, we they have to see. This is a generation that has to see fruit. They're going in the direction of where the fruit is. We have to care for ourselves to teach our kids how to care for themselves. We can't just tell them that self-care is necessary. We have to show them. Making money is the first step. How are you doing with that? Then managing the money you make. You've got to manage the money you make, and then you've got to multiply it. But I'm going to tell you something. It is physically 
and mathematically impossible to labor yourself to wealth, you must use leverage and compounding. So when you're making money, you got to use leverage and compounding. Managing the money, you've got to get help, whether it's a budget, whether it is an advisor, you've got to. These are the things that we're like, you know, we don't want to invest so that you have more time to take care of yourself. Most people are stressed out mentally and emotionally over money because they're not focusing on these three things of making, managing, and multiplying it. If you manage and multiply your money, the requirement to make more money yourself will reduce because the money will be working for you. If the money is doing the work for you, you have more time to care for yourself. But who's getting the money? It says, the word said it, I did not. I did not. I did not. You want to go back to Proverbs 13. You want to go back to Proverbs 13 and 22. It says, the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Now, let me tell you something. Just because you profess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior don't make you righteous. Don't make you operating in your rights. That is a part of it. But if Jesus, if Jesus is really your Lord and your Savior, then why aren't we doing what he did? Whatever business you have, you should be helping people realize things they've never done before or seen before, miracles. You should be spreading good news, whatever it is you offer. Your business should be healing the sick. People think that the sick is only physically. We just went through self-care. There are so many people who are unhealthy in their spirit, in their mind, and in their emotions. I am part of this docu-series, Millionaire Within Her, and I shared, I said, you know what, when I realized that what I found the biggest fulfillment was in making people or helping people discover power that they have on the inside and literally making them more happy and, and bringing joy. When I hear, um, I shared, I was at Walmart, and yes, I go to Walmart. Like, I know some people are like, you go to Walmart? Yeah, I go to Walmart. What? Like, yeah, I go to Walmart. And the Walmart by where our house is, they actually have really good fruit outside of Kroger and Walmart. That's where I shop. I go to Walmart. But this particular time, I was just going to grab some power aids and things for the boys. Believe it or not, the basketball team is still at our house. It's been now going on two weeks, going on two weeks. And um, when I can think about and saying this young lady that she was 
bagging my stuff, and she asked me, would you like this in the bag, that in the bag? And she was taking care of how she was bagging my things, and I've never seen anyone take that type of care and just bagging grocery. And I asked her, was this all she do? I said, this is how you do? Like, you are amazing. Like, and her line was moving fast because I was in one line and I moved to the next line. And she was bagging them groceries and she didn't have no attitude. She didn't have nothing. And I was like, wow. So after I walked away and I was like, this is how you do? She was like, yes. And I'm in my mind like, I already know if this is all she does, there's no way that she could be living life at the fullest. And wow. So I walked away and then the Holy Spirit said, turn around and, and bless her with something. So I looked. I don't typically walk around with cash. And I had some cash in my bag, and I, I blessed her with some money. And my hat, I had on my pink millionaire hat. And I told her, just connect with me. Look at my hat to connect. And she remembered, and she inboxed me in Instagram and told me that her and her mom wanted to thank me. And she let out, and I looked at her page, what have you, and I said, wow, you know, young girl really trying to make it, trying to figure it out and everything. And that brought me, like, the biggest joy that I could ever even make someone that I don't even know, give them hope, make them happy. For a moment, it not matter. And this is what I've dedicated my life to. And then now I'm seeing my kids kind of doing the same thing, sewing into, in leadership. When you start to think about kids who want to be around Caden and, and, and the leadership that he exemplifies and how he can connect with people. And that's one thing I can leave him, but I have to show him, I have to show my other boys. Like this is what we're talking about as a family, family meeting that they must be fruitful and multiply. You must own something. And whatever you own, you got to manage it better and you've got to multiply whatever you have. The parable of the service and the talents in Matthew tells us about that. But I want to just leave this here. Because an inheritance, as a financial term, is describing assets. We've done multiply your moolah, and I also shared what are the five asset classes on my Instagram. And it's so funny because if I'm talking sassy, people owe all the likes. And when I'm dropping the real game that can change a person's financial life, Typically, that's where you get the least likes and you get the least engagement because many of us are missing it. We're missing the real gems. We're missing the real game. Get back to it, the definition of inheritance. It's a financial term describing the assets passed down to individuals after someone dies. Most inheritance consists of cash that's parked in bank accounts, but also contains stocks, bonds, cars, jewelry, art, 
antiques, real estate, and other tangible assets. I'm going to ask you this question. Can you pass down anything that you don't possess? Can you pass down anything you don't already have? I think we readjusted our goals. Because in this world today, you can't even eat good if you don't have money. Being fruitful and multiplying is how you can literally live within your rights because if not, you're going to be left with the crumbs. Everything in your life will have to be substandard. And for people who say money's not everything, no, it's not everything. God is everything, and he told us to be fruitful and multiply. I believe it right there for the religious who want to say that they are going to be okay without making, managing, and multiplying money. We're talking about our spirit. There are many churches that had to close. Why? No money. We're talking about a lot of kids who can't get proper health care. They have to get whatever doctors are available. They can't get the best one. Why? No money. We're talking about the education system. Kids got to get taught by teachers who don't want to teach. Why? No money. Now, how can we ever say financial intelligence is not self-care? Because you cannot care for anyone else until you start properly caring for yourself. I love you. Trust me, I do. God bless you.